You can tell it's a special season. We do everything in different orders during this time of the year. So um, I'm going to invite us into our pairing and sharing time. And if you're paying attention to the call to worship, you have the first invitation of what you can do with your pairing. So you read back through that call to worship, and it ends, and it says, in a few words, let us share those prayers with each other. So if you want to share a little prayer with each other when you pair up, you can go ahead and do that. Um, but I've also suggested a couple questions for you to chat about. What was the most joyful time or experience of your entire life? Hmm. It might be easier for Odin, but he's gone downstairs he's, his entire life. But, um, but uh, uh, consider what that might be, the most joyous time in your entire life. Either a time period or an experience. It looks like we've got one going over here already. Um, and consider this as a possibility to have a conversation about. A friend comes and asks you, what is the key to being an authentically joyful person? What is the key? I want to be authentically joyful. How do I get there? What would you say to a friend who asked you about that? So, take a few minutes. Uh, Pair up, have a prayer if you want, have a little conversation, we'll gather back together in a few minutes. I want to take you back for a second to that call to worship. You can pull it out in front of you if you want to. I just want to read it straight through one more time. You don't have to join in this time. See, as you're here at this time, what you connect to feeling-wise in here. The holidays may wear us out with worries and preparations about family relationships, about money, about presents. We are scattered and busy about too many things. We call out in our fatigue. Where is your joy, O oh God? Where is your gift of presence in our lives? We remind ourselves of Paul's ancient advice. Celebrate God all day. Revel in God. It is wonderful what happens when Christ displaces worry at the center of your life. Let us light this third candle of Advent, which Odin did so well. And it actually has, it's not only the third candle of Advent, but it has three wicks in there. And I forgot to tell him, he really only needed to light one, so he lit all three. So we have double threes going on here today, so that's a wonderful thing. So light, let us light this third candle of Advent, a candle of joy. In its light, let us turn our worries into prayers for God to be present to us right now. And we prepare for the coming of Christ. And in a few words, we share prayers with each other, which maybe you did in your pairing and sharing time. This is both an uplifting, but also uh, an honest acknowledgement in this call to worship of what so many people feel uh, this time of the year. 
this is a place I've been many times. Um, I have to tell you, part of me is in that place now. It's saying, where is the joy? Where is it? The forces of doubt, the forces of despair, seem to overwhelm. Does it not send us spinning sometimes? Out of control? I know what happens to me. When I have some doubt or I have some despair, I even go back over something that I thought went well and I turn it into something that didn't go well. Ever do that in your head? Okay, now that this happened, I realize that wasn't any good either. Oh, the mind, the mind, how it works. In those moments, the good seems like fake news. December and the approach of the holiday, the feast of Christmas, calls into question everything. Everything is on the table. Family, friendship, how I spend my time, and, you know, the, the one that, that, that really makes me realize how vulnerable I am is um, people send cards. Sometimes they send an individual card. Sometimes, you know, they send these. You get them off Shutterfly or something like that. They send these nice family cards, and they've got all these beautiful pictures, and then they write about their whole year. And I never do that. And I get one, and I, I'm loving that I got it, and I feel, oh, God, I should do something in response to that. And, but December's already so busy, and anybody else ever have that kind of, <laughs> kind of little, I mean, this is how complicated it gets in December. This is what happens to us, you know? Somebody gives you a present, and I wasn't planning on giving that person a present at all, now what do I do? Right? <laughs> so, or you're balancing, you know, presents for the kids or the grandkids with, your sense of what's really important or your budget or, you know, why am I doing, why do I keep buying so much? What is happening here? What am I doing? Maybe I'm the only one that this happens to, right? Just spins around in, in, in you. We can work ourselves up into quite a state, can't we? During this time of the year. You know, it, it doesn't help all the kind of, uh, what would you say, commercialization, secular sales pitches that build the season beyond those of us who are churchgoers uh, ever learned in church that it was supposed to be. So it gets built on top. And even when we sit and have important conversations about, well, that's not what's really important about Christmas, but people are swirling around us and we have to live in it and we have to respond to it. And we have to look like decent people in the midst of it all, right? and fair people and all this, so we get caught into the swirl of all of that. And then we might even consider during this time of the year, if we have time, with all of this swirl and spinning and all of that, what the real spiritual, religious meaning of Christmas is all about. Well, I know the first time is, I don't have time for that. It's too busy this time of the year to spend much time uh, doing that sort of thing. In one moment, we can be filled with joy. And then one unfortunate thing happens. 
So, I don't know how you felt when you read uh, Philippians today. Rejoice in the Lord always. Always. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I would say rejoice. Stop. No. Once was enough. Rejoice always. Let your gentleness be known to everyone. Is this a gentle time of the year? The Lord is near. Hawaii, you're rejoicing the Lord always. Do not worry about anything. Wow. Well, I could go on, but I think you kind of get the point here. We really, this time of the year, get caught between what's real and unreal, where to spend our focus and our energy and where not to, and expectations of others, expectations of ourselves. It's just so much stuff going on. So what do we do? At some point we have to make a decision. You might say that Isaiah made a decision. Surely God is my salvation and I will trust and I will not be afraid. For the Lord God is my strength, my might has become my salvation. Is this God your salvation? Is this birth of Jesus the beginning of something significant in your life and how you view everything? Or maybe it's not. But it is a call for us to decide which way we want to live, where we want to focus our energy. You must decide. I must decide. Maybe you already have, and maybe this is a time for reaffirming or reassessing or whatever. So on the joy barometer, rejoice the Lord always, you know? Remember that? That's the joy barometer. So imagine one of those kind of fundraising little barometers, right? So um, at the top it says rejoice in the Lord always. That's your joy barometer. Uh, let's just make it go from like uh, zero to ten. Where are you on a joy barometer? And what difference can the birth of Jesus make? Can that story make where your joy barometer is when you focus on it, when you retell the stories, when you consider its meaning in your life. This is the Joy Sunday in the Advent season, and it's both good and bad because it calls the question for us where is our joy? Where is it coming from? How do I have more? How do I recapture the joy? And we are a church. I think one of the other questions, when you look at all the things that knock us down and push us away from joy, is how can we help each other's joy barometer go up? What can we do? Do we know? I mean, if you look around at everybody here, do you have any idea what you could do to help somebody else's joy barometer go up? 
we don't know why, what it is we could do as a community, wow, maybe there's a great opportunity to help figure that out. How can we help each other live more into this joy of this season and of this life? Rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Can you say that with me? Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Okay, now with a little more smile. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Now with a smile and Liz's volume. From all of us, but you know, you heard it up here, right? Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Ah, we could do that. I can't do that for you, unfortunately. <laughs> Otherwise, you would not feel the joy. <laughs> so let's pick up this baby this Christmas, this baby of joy. And let us pick up one another. And let us together rejoice in the Lord always. Rejoice in one another. Rejoice in the birthing of a new life for all of us in Jesus. Amen.